We know that Pittsburgh's going to go out and get some type of quarterback, whether that's Ryan Tannehill, whether that's Russell Wilson, whether that's Justin Fields. Mike Tomlin's a big fan of Justin Fields. We'll keep that in mind during the offseason of the coming weeks. Adam Schefter, you heard him. He says, matter-of-factly, that Pittsburgh will get somebody. And he's not talking, he's not naming rookies. He doesn't say Bo Nix. They just did that. This is what often happens. Coach gets the chance to try for a do-over. A coach with that kind of status. So he's not going to go for another rookie. And there's your list, or it's part of it. Did he say Cousins? Didn't mention Cousins. No, but I guess that, you know, why not? Bears and Steelers have made trades, the Claypool trade. So if that matters, the odds on fields went way down after that comment. I mean, for Pittsburgh mm-hmm. to be the team he plays for. They're, Pittsburgh is the favorite over the Bears for fields to be the team he plays for next. Yeah, I think I saw a screen grab that had the odds originally like in the 500s, and now it's minus money. So it really swung. Yeah, all those that you see in in an off season it'll say like Aaron Rodgers last year if he doesn't play for Green Bay what team does he play for this one includes the bears and it's still Pittsburgh yeah so how would you feel like we talked about that a little bit a while ago but it'd be exciting i guess if you're a Steelers fan it'd be exciting i don't know how optimistic i'd be but it's a move yeah it's a yeah i mean it's a Certainly, a guy that you 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 know going to have questions about, but I think I, if I were a Steelers fan, I think I'd be excited about trying that rather than drafting another rookie. Um, you know, it it probably closes the door on Pickett. Oh yeah. Um, and you know, we talked about this during power rankings. Like if it, if, it, if it includes a huge contract extension, then I'm I might be a little more scared about it. Uh, that would probably buffer the excitement. Uh, but as far as like a prospect, I feel like there's still a ceiling there. It's maybe getting harder and harder to see or, or want, want to have faith in. Uh, but I, I think given what's available to me, I think I would, I would be pretty happy about it. I, I would definitely do that before I would do something with Kirk Cousins. It feels like one of those drought moments where whether it's a quarterback or a coach or a, a Terrell Owens, I don't know. Just like, oh, that would be fun, but I think it's bad. And I think, like we talked about, I think the contract has to come with because you're going to spend a good draft pick to get them. You're not going to do that, I think, as an experiment. And that instability is sort of the story of his career. So settle in. Here's your money. Don't worry about it. We we believe in you. That's why we traded for you. Everything. You, you, set, you start drafting guys to help him. You know, you're doing all of that. Yeah. And I would be like, this is what's Billsy about it, like old Billsy about it, because like, I I think that'll probably fail. I'd be really scared to commit the money. Like I, I and I, I get it. Like I, we've I, I've talked like that lots of times about trades being made, you know, including involving our teams, either one, hockey or football. It's the same concept. Um, with it being they've got this year, and if they pick up the fifth year option, which I absolutely would do if I'm making this trade. Uh, I've got two years, and if I have to give up a high second or even a, a late one to make that happen, I know that's a premium asset, but I feel like if I, if I jump the gun on the contract, I'm compounding 
the mistake. Like I, I would rather just be on the hook for the draft pick and like, oh well, it's two years in, it didn't work, and be able to walk away from that and start over without a contract hanging over my head with a bunch of dead money. Um, so like I, I don't know. I, I most cases I absolutely go. Of course they're going to sign him. Of course they're going to sign him. But it you know if it's a second round pick. I think I would pay a second round pick to try out Justin Fields for two years, and and, and if it were, if it were, if it even goes well in year one, I've got the buffer there of that final year, the fifth year option year to get a contract done. So I don't I don't know that I have to rush it. I I know I I want to protect that asset I'm giving up, but I think I'm I'm not sold enough on the guy. I take a flyer on him for a high pick, and wait is what I would do. I just don't think you. I don't think it's possible. It's literally possible, but I just think there's too many other forces working against you if you do that. I mean, even Lashawn McCoy got a contract. A running back got a contract from a team, you know, that traded for him. We've got to act like we believe in this in this completely, and mm-hmm. and quarterback is just way more uh, important for that stuff, the narrative stuff, than any other position. Pittsburgh drafts twentieth. I mean, I doubt they'd have to give that up. But then they pick 51st, and maybe that's what happens. Well, it's um, sadly still more than two months away. Not really sad. I mean, Wilson, we're going to enjoy the whole two months. All the prospect talk. Chris Trapasso tomorrow. I'm ready for him already. I'm ready for Chris Trapasso. Good. Bulldog and I have a bet. I'm not equivocating yet on this bet that I think the Bills go defense in round one. And I think that's unconventional, not for them, but for like the current situation, except for the defensive line departures. I mean, that it makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. because of that um, and just age on defense. I'm looking at receivers today. And it's interesting. It's just one ranking. And this has a long way to go to play out. But you see analysts that are putting seven or more receivers into the first round. And I said already, like Baltimore and Kansas City pick after the Bills. They seem like logical candidates also Mm -hmm. to pick receivers. And then you could get into sort of trading wars there. You know, the Bills doing their sort of usual move up a few spots to maybe hold off teams like the Ravens or or the Leapfrog somebody, whatever it is. The guy you have said the most often that you like is Keon Coleman of Florida State. Mm -hmm. Did you know he played basketball at Michigan State, Keon Coleman? I did know that, yes. So I was reading the football guys, very good, thorough uh, blurbs on each guy and um, pros and cons, their, their, their physical traits, everything. And they rank Keon Coleman, football guys anyway, just one of mm-hmm. these, as wide receiver 13. Oof. Um, I saw another ranking today that had him wide receiver four. So there's, <laughs> there you go. That's, the, that's draft season, everybody. It is, and it, it certainly is at this position this year, right? Uh, inconsistent production, young prospect, development is needed. Keep, keep those... One site. Keep those terms in mind for a second. Mm -hmm. The seventh wide receiver on the football guys ranking 
which is maybe what the Bills will have to settle for, is, am I saying it right, Adonai Mitchell? Adonai Mitchell. Adonai Mitchell. All right. Hopefully I will remember that. Uh, Thank you. So Adonai Mitchell. Texas. Of Texas. And here's the breakdown on him. Um, Is a project who needs development. Mm. Big play ability. Quickly should get Mitchell into a receiving rotation. His continued development is necessary to round out as a complete receiver. The comp is George Pickens. Would excel. The Bills logo is on uh, the Mitchell blurb for landing spots. Uh, excel at a deep vertical passing offense as a secondary receiver. Perfect. Do you do you do you know what my problem is here already? Developmental. Yeah, like Both I'm thinking guys, about yeah. last year. I'm a little. I'm a. I Coleman is where I started when we first before I even started looking at the list of names. That was a guy I knew from just watching college football. And, you know, there's a lot of guys you could know, but I just happened to fall into Florida State quite a few times this year. So I've been crushing on him. But as soon as I started reading about him, I liked the idea less and less because of this. Like, I need someone who can come in and play, I think, especially if I'm drafting him at, at you know, 28 or higher and I'm losing Gabe Davis. I, I don't know how much time I've got for developmental. Well, that really is the question. And this, this, was, this is shades of last year. This was really more, we talked about this before the draft, but a lot after. Because Kincaid was always a dilemma for me. Long term, I think I love it. Short term, I think I don't. And I don't know, I, I wouldn't say I was wrong yet. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call myself wrong on either front. Long term, I'm optimistic for Kincaid. He showed a lot of promise and ability. Uh, short term, it was there. But it wasn't a great fit. Which was the criticism the whole time. Like, it wasn't a great fit. Knox was in the way for most of the season when Knox wasn't injured. He was in the way of what Kincaid was doing for them. And they're, by, by, by the time Knox came back, where he went back in the way, the, their passing offense was like nothing anymore after that. You know, they were winning. We all know what happened. Still caught 73 passes. Though. I mean, that's a he, smashing rookie year for a tight end. It is for. Would you say he had a huge impact on the season? No. Now, should a rookie receiver have had a huge impact on the season? Would did Zay Flowers have? Zay, a, a, yeah, you know, kind of like it was better, it, bigger impact. I would say Addison too. I would say bigger, not the other two. Mm-hmm. I think you what, definitely want more than what you got. I mean, I, I, the catch total's fine. I just need more. I need I need more maybe yards per catch, and I need more scores. Two I need, touchdowns. I need, I need plays. I need twenty yards down the. You know, I just need I need bigger plays. Right. Two touchdowns. Yeah. Was two Kincaid? touchdowns. Yes. Yeah, that was always like the the problem with it. But I don't want to. I want to be careful not to apply too high a standard because it's still rookies and you're still drafting late. And what should happen? The football guys ranking Adonai Mitchell. We said, mm-hmm. yes, I turned the page, so I don't have his name in front of me anymore. Uh, wide receiver seven. Wide receiver six is his teammate at Texas, Xavier Worthy. 6'1", 172. Mm-hmm. One of the littler top receivers in this draft S- class. Skinny. 172. Um, the frame will push him into a specific role. Will not be a blocker. I don't think they draft that profile. That, that's that, that, that's that's a no-fly zone for the Bills. I think. I think the guy, the guys you want, 
early one ranking. There it is again. My 17th disclaimer are both gone. The, or, the Oregon guy and uh, the LSU guy. Right. I'm guessing. Right? There's there's two L- neighbors, but then Brian well, Thomas. Neighbors I'm not even thinking about. <laughs> I think that's right. Maybe even top five. Yeah. And Brian Thomas, 6'4", 205. Sure. I think he's probably gone. I think Franklin, that's less likely. But uh, I think it's, it's interesting. It's so it's so familiar. Last year, needed a receiver. You're picking late. The good ones are probably gone. Let's look at round two and round three. What did the Bills do? They picked Kincaid. And then late Saturday when everybody stopped paying attention, Justin Shorter. Mm-hmm. That's what they did about it. They've not picked a receiver. You know, everybody knows the stats. No, no first-rounders since ben- Benjamin have been. Benjamin's the only first-round pick Allen's played with. You know, they haven't drafted day one or day two in years. I think it sets up very much like last year. And there are, I mean, you had guys that were picked in day two last year that did great, including Rashi Rice Mm -hmm. and Jaden Reed. And I think you have that here. After today, I feel better about my bet, that it'll be better for the Bills. Mel Kuyper has him on cornerback in round one, by the way. Hmm. Quinion, Quinion... I'm going to say Mitchell again. It is Mitchell. Everybody's Mitchell today. Mm. Well, what comes to mind now to me is whether or not you could like a guy's traits enough, recognizing that the first two guys we talked about uh, were, were, you know, by this one ranking. But the thing about this Coleman him being developmental, not as well-rounded, it's everywhere. Like, every scouting report I've read on the guy says something about that. Um, you know, but his athleticism and his big playability is so alluring that... So, if you... I've been talking about... I, I think you could make a case they should draft two receivers in their first three picks. And maybe you, the guy you pick on Thursday is going to take longer to become your king... Mm-hmm. And the guy you draft on Friday, maybe, is somebody who can just step in and replace Gabriel Davis. And they're both on the team long-term, ideally, but the other guy is asked to do less. He's, he's, there's a, lot, a longer learning curve for the first guy, but it's going to pay off, so it might be worth it. I could, sign, I could sign up for that. I think that makes sense. That question, I think, is do they think they're in a different phase than a year ago? Where last year they just had to, well, Kincaid is an interesting example for that, though. Like, not exactly plug and play. Here's Jesse with us. Hi, Jesse. Hi, how are you guys doing? Good, thanks. Uh, this is a two-parter question here. Uh, I was wondering if you guys think it was a mistake by the Bills, with like knowing what you guys have now with the extension of Dawson Knox, seeing how you guys pick so late in the draft and you guys are in dire need of a, a wide receiver. The second part is, do you think it would be worth maybe moving digs plus that 28 moving down to like, say like nine to the bears, for example, or something moving up. Just want to hear you guys on that. So I'll hang up and let you guys talk. Yeah. The digs conversation, we're having it constantly and it takes time because it's about money. It's about money largely, not entirely. And it's just more, it's more ethereal. Like you want to trade Stefan digs, go for it. You know, just spell it out, anything you want, but it's not going to be easy for them to do that. 
you know, I, I was against a Knox, you don't know this, I guess, against the Knox contract before they did it, when they did it, and every day since. Because I felt like he was just not, doesn't command targets. Never did. And those are not guys that get big money. But the Bills did it, and I think they hemmed themselves in. And they drafted Kincaid sort of ignoring that. They were enamored of the player. Oh, we're going to change our offense. That failed. They fired the coach, literally. Yeah, that was just... I did not mind the Knox extension, no. but I would love to have not have it now. Like, I think you were, I think you were, you were right all along about it in the end. Um, you know, I didn't know when they signed him that they were going to draft a tight end in the first round two years later, <laughs> which is exactly what they did. And that seemed odd from the minute they drafted Kincaid, frankly. Um, and, you know, I think he looks to be the much better player. Um, and he's on a rookie deal, so great, but, you know, I don't know what I'm doing paying Knox when I'm paying him. Um, I think that's tough. I, I, I'm just going to say it again uh, quickly. I, I'll be stunned if they make a move on Diggs. I just I think given their financial situation, there is a way to do everything if you really need to do it. Um, but I just don't think it makes any sense for them to take on a financial burden at a position they all I'm talking about drafting two receivers with their first three picks they're in such need that's assuming Diggs is still on my team I do something there I mean I just don't know where I am I don't have the flexibility financially I said this is going to be quick I, I just don't see a Diggs move coming unless he comes here and just starts lighting fires I just don't see it happening Mike Schoep and the Bulldog with Ross Tucker in 15 minutes this is WGR